The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time for our Friday Forum to take a look back at some of the stories that captured our attention uh, this week. Of course, we had Pascal Donoghue and so-called Postergate. Uh, that was still dominating headlines. And then uh, Sinn Féin's financial oversights were brought into the limelight as well. People who are considering seeking refuge in Ireland have been told not to come if they're currently in places of safety. Uh, that's because of the accommodation shortage and there'll be no more new adult international protection applicants allowed for the moment. The City West Hub temporarily closed. Joining me now, uh, two TDs from the one constituency, I'm happy to say, in Louth. We have Fergus O'Dowd uh, of uh, Fine Gael and Rory O'Murhu from Sinn Féin. And uh, the third men- member of our forum is the editor of the journal.ie, Sinead O'Carroll. Uh, good morning and good welcome morning. one and all. Morning. It's funny, this morning on the programme we were talking about uh, international students coming to learn English and some of them find themselves homeless and actually queuing for food uh, at the various charities. Um, so the, the problems that we have uh, just keep, it appears, multiplying. Rory? Yeah, well, I, I suppose, unfortunately, you're starting from the point of view that there is a huge accommodation crisis that's impacting across the board um, because we're obviously talking about the fact we have not been able to fulfil um, we have not been able to fulfil accommodation in relation to housing from people on um, council housing lists, in relation to people who are looking for affordable mortgages. Um, for any of those sets of circumstances, we all know that the targets that were set by government are not going to cut the mustard. We really have to get up to scratch in relation to that. Um, and at this point in time, there is firefighting going on. And I'm accepting it's far from perfect in relation to the numbers that are coming in. But we have to be able to deliver on our inter international um, obligations. So you, are you saying that we should not turn them away? We should say, well, uh, come in. Now, we we don't know where we'll put you. We might put you in a tent. Well, look, in, in fairness, we have international obligations. We Therefore, we can't stop people. What we have to do is, I, I think it's fair enough to state there is a difficulty. I think that is happening at this point in time. Beyond that, I think we need to put a plan in place whereby we don't end up in the, yeah. we, this circumstance again and we get out of it as quickly as possible. Um, look, do, do you, do you, do you think we're different, though, to other countries in the sense that the rate of people we turn away is much lower than right across the European Union in terms of our international obligations, not uh, Ukrainian refugees who are a different category? Look, it, it, we all know we had a disaster, direct, or still have a disaster direct provision um, sort of system. And, and I think a number of People if are, it was so disastrous, why would people be queuing up to get in? Right. But what I'm going to say is there was a certain element people would have put it to me as regards Ireland. We didn't like um, deporting people, but there was we weren't necessarily offering people uh, an easy route in. And we ended up then with people being stuck in direct provision centres for 14 years and such. No, but I'm just wondering if it's so bad direct well, provision people, and, and I think all of us agree that it's not great yeah. that you should be paid a pittance every week and you know not in control of your own but destiny people are fleeing war that. persecution that's why they're coming they're not it's not a choice of like which which comfortable life would I like it's it's because people are leaving areas where they're being persecuted or they're in danger of their yeah. lives or there is war so I think um, when you're talking about Ukrainians being a, a different and Michal Martin was saying this you know they're a different cohort they actually should be under the law, you know. Th- there's other places. Well, there was that an EU wide decision. There's yeah, an EU wide decision, but the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission have come out very clearly to say we are breaching our. Uh, yeah, but why are we? Do- why are we? We've- 
not turning away so many people as they are in other European countries. Are we interpreting the law more generously, more, you know, generous in spirit, shall we say, than other countries are? But the numbers we take in are also lower. If you look at the numbers that say Germany take in, Italy take in, Greece take in, they're talk- you're talking about a lot more. The, the um, responsibility they take on is a lot greater than what we do here. And that's the same with the numbers of well, Ukrainian we've, we've refugees, but the same in the yeah. number of you Syrian I mean, re- we, refugees as well. 70,000 people are housed today that weren't housed a year ago because they weren't here. You had the Ukrainian war driving all of that and also you have the international protection people. I think the government has done a fantastic job getting those 70,000 people. The question is, we don't know how many more are going to come. That's why we need a a more aggressive approach in terms... I just want to make the point about rapid build housing, about going after the clubs that may have rooms available or offices or whatever we have to do. I don't agree with anybody being homeless on the streets Mm. of Dublin or anywhere else. But we are doing doing a very good job. We need to do a better job. But we have to uh, oblige by our international uh, commitments. I'm just wondering, France has added (coughs) 0.1% to its population with Ukrainian refugees. We've added 10 times that, 1% to our population. So, I mean, should we be uh, pursuing other countries in Western Europe to do more of the heavy lifting, to take some of the pressure, which is real on us. I mean, yeah. it's not imagined pressure. But, it's real pressure. But I think the framing of this is, can often be the wrong way around. Like, obviously, the numbers are unprecedented because of the start of a war in Europe. But the the, the actual problem is that we haven't built enough social housing, we haven't built enough houses full stop, and we haven't got to grips with but how we manage yeah, how houses, people uh, rent. So yeah. actually, that's the problem, and that has reached its tentacles into every single household in Ireland, and now it's reaching its tentacles into every single but refugee recovered, that's coming. So that's the this problem. The figures for housing this year, Rory, are 30,000 houses completed. That's the best since, I think, uh, since, since the collapse of the economy. We need to have uh, uh, a need of to course, be a lot higher. But, but Let's recognise what we've actually done. Those houses are there. They need to be there. We need a lot more. Exactly. We're, we're we getting are, there. We are. We need uh, to do that. Can we, be, rapid can, can we be a bit realistic here? <laughs> yep. The arrival of 70,000 Ukrainians were never going to be ha- housed in regular housing. We were no. never going to be able to magic up. Even in the normal market, we wouldn't have 70,000 surplus uh, places to live. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a but significant amount of people are in hotels. They're in the likes of the Carlingford Adventure yeah. Centre. And, and when I've heard are. people complaining about people coming in and getting everything you say, it would hardly be your dream to be in a bunk bed in any of these places. It's you know what I mean? But you're yeah. obviously fleeing you know, huge amount of oppression and, and war and all war. sorts yes, of circumstances. Absolutely. And again, we have but, a, but we have a, a second. criteria, the, 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 we have a process, these are we clearly, need to streamline it. Clearly happening. But Barry White, uh, a reporter, and I think Josh Crosby, uh, also a reporter here, came across people who've taken the train from Belfast, who clearly were in a place of safety already and they come south. Why? Well, I would say that, that would, they would be a minority. But I, I don't know, because it yeah. was easy for those two but, but reporters do know, to come across well, these people. Yeah. Very but, 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 and they were, by yeah. the way, they weren't shy about telling sure. that they had done just that. Yeah. So oh, just, there's, another, I, I, there's another side I, here, you see. There are shortages of workers in our economy. We have 10,000 of the Ukrainian people who are actually working in our economy. In terms of house building, we have a shortage of 30,000 workers, skilled and unskilled. Now, here's an opportunity to go after these people and say, can we retrain you? Are there issues we can help you with? Can, can we offer you, will you come and work in our economy? They're here already. Doesn't it make sense to you, do you that? You have a right to apply for <coughs> asylum. There is a process. 
to. See if you fit the criteria, you should stay in. The problem with some of this is obviously <clears throat> the process has been far from perfect and it does it does need to be streamlined. I would also agree that see if there is a case of there are people who are coming here on the bit with skills and who can work that we probably have to free up a proper route map in relation to that. Now I will yeah. also say that the accommodation crisis will stop a lot of them coming in. So yeah. until that we get to grips with that, we yeah. are going to have continual problems. Well, we have Ukrainian problems. doctors, we have Ukrainian we, dentists here. We will have people HSC, from all over well, the world. What the HSC are doing, they're putting special courses to language skills and so on, so that they can work in our economy. We have, so let's use yes, and the we people and the skills and that the we have here and others that, are that we're not in Here's the dilemma we have. If we don't have decent places for people to stay, uh, and we bring them in and we have done it this week we said look there's nowhere <coughs> to go find yourself a, a railway station find yourself an airport yeah. find yourself somewhere uh, to, to lay down your head this evening we'll give you a food voucher that's all we can do are we better off saying to people look this is the situation this is the reality because this morning we were talking about those English language students if they knew the reality they wouldn't come here well, well that would be my fear when you hear this being talked about that in some way we're kind of portraying it as a deterrent for people to come here and that is against our obligations that is against our human rights obligations no, but is, it not, is it not common it's, sense it's to say to people look if you do come right here we're, we put, we're put to the pin of our collar we're stuck yeah. if you do come here now this is what you're going to find but, yeah, but, but that also we need to tell ourselves we need to do better yes, and that's absolutely. like we can't just say oh okay there's nothing we can do or put the blame back onto a couple more. of people who we might come from more. Belfast but the, that's that's not the reality for most people who are coming There, there's yeah, no, most people not, who are coming yeah. are having an arduous journey and one of our reporters was over in Lesbos um, a couple of weeks ago and was in a refugee camp there met a family of Syrians who had been there for two years they were about they had just got their papers to be able to leave Lesbos and go to Germany they were about to go straight back into another refugee camp another bout of tents for whatever amount of years before they can get on their feet in Germany these aren't these aren't trifling things that people come here with so I think focusing on those things or, or trying to make it sound somewhat nefarious that people are coming to whatever it focuses on the wrong things rather than fo- looking at do you know what this might be a, the catalyst that gets us to fix all of the problems that are leading to hopefully these people not having to be on the streets but maybe these people having to be on the streets along yeah. with a lot I, of I, people I mean, who are I'm, from I, this country I, I know the ideological principle of all of this and I agree that it's important that people who need international protection are able to apply for it be processed quickly mm. and yes. then uh, get the right to work but I'm also thinking of the, the practical things the, hem- the hotels are going to be emptying themselves are, yes. of the Ukrainian refugees. Yeah. The leisure centre you're talking, Carl, I don't know whether they want to get back in business for, for ordinary so vacationing people. They were also people. talking the same timeline, I, th- I think it was no, no, a, yeah, sure. in around so, the end so of March. That's, that's the problem. And <coughs> yeah. the numbers are such that I can't see, even with modular build and all the rest, yeah. I can't see how they're going to magic up all this stuff. Well, we have, we have lots of empty homes in this country. Uh, you know, we need to get them, get the keys turned in well, those doors. Well, government and needs uh, to look at the holiday yeah, home proposal that has yeah, been put I, I, on, I on the table by many Rory, people. I agree absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, some holiday homes have come in, but not enough. If it means we offer more money to those people. And a call uh, went out from local authorities. Or, I just want to make your point, yeah. uh, to strengthen your point. We should offer them more money to those owners. But the theory and here the, is like, then it, you've got yeah, a holiday home in Ireland, yeah. which you might use for the month yeah, of August. For nine months so what you do you is you give yeah. it into the system and with the money paid for by the state, you take your holiday years in Spain. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, uh, and you guarantee that the house if, will be returned in if, appropriate if, conditions. If the money is enough, you could do that. You would do it. But I think it's an across the board we said there's an absolute disaster accommodation crisis and, and I, I will agree I don't always agree with Fergus as regards we you need to look at yeah, <laughs> modular bills we need to look at possibly 
uh, all the imaginative ways if that's Absolutely, 3D yeah. concrete printing or whatever yeah. and we've all seen um, we instances there's, there's a, of this a carbon, but not enough of it. There's a carbon element in, in the room elephant in the room I suppose as well uh, because we will not hit our 2030 targets if we build all the houses the way we're currently building houses with concrete. We're going to have to go to more sustainable kind of building so with Sinn Féin's proposals to double the number of houses and the current government's ambitions in the same regard yeah. they will crash through the carbon barriers there's, there's well, ways think, and means yeah, that we have uh, to build houses there's no two ways about let's get the homes out there let's, let's get Sinead, the empty homes filled Sinead you know the, joining the dots trying to make it all work well this is what happens when you get to crisis point and you're firefighting like Rory yeah. said like there's something will have to give um, so it might be hope, carbon yeah um, but what you would you would hope then because we have a climate action plan and you are trying we are all trying to look to the future and plan a bit better That so one of the things that frustrates me is that we've been talking about this housing crisis for the last 10 years and we still are nowhere closer to having any rental security for people who are in rentals. You've no um, good thinking behind how we will have a, a rental a, a economy in the next 10 years. So it's those kind of things that we actually yeah. need to future proof. Sorry, an emergency action now. We need to cap the possibility of people raising rents at this stage which is utterly ridiculous we need to look at means of putting money back into renters pockets because they we are under, I don't actually understand how people are an insufficient amount I would say did well, say that, that, that you know many renters haven't even bothered to apply for the tax relief that is yeah. available well I think the bothering thing is different a lot, of, a lot of renters um, have said that they are unsure of how to do it if they aren't yeah, registered yeah. with the RTB uh, revenue have, have said that you don't actually have to have the number but they do ask for the number and, we and have most rent rentals I don't know if you guys have rented in the last few years yeah, it's, I've it's, only it's ever had an RTB number once from all the rentals all I've no, ever we, we have, we have so the rent pressure zones the rent pressure Rory, zones have not worked I accept they it have was worked. better than not having Rory, them they but do we work know because and also new rentals the commonplace there is no protections uh, people existing renting there is a limit on the, there's, there's a cap on the amount how we can enforce this no but it is there there are people in breach of every day of the week and one of the deep of life is how it costs so much to build a house here compared yeah. to mm. in other parts of Europe. Mystery sure. which I don't think any government, any party can actually resolve. Uh, it's a mystery well, to me. Of, anyway. uh, well, land costs and, and so on. Anyway, I want to move on and I'll go to you uh, first, Sinead, because you haven't had to declare anything to Sippo. <laughs> I haven't, no. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you make of, uh, you know, first of all, the unfolding poster gate and then um, the revelations about Sinn Féin and their unpaid bill for the Royal Irish Academy and other hotel bills, which they did pay but didn't admit. And then the latest complaint from, uh, well, it's not late. In fact, it's 17 months or something in the offing about the polling of Sinn Féin unpaid for and unspecified, uh, paid for but un, unaccounted for. Yeah, if anyone is uh, unclear of who's done what, uh, Padley, he has a, a background piece in the Irish Times today which lists all the, the different errors and I think the, the words are simple errors um, and administrative errors that Sinn Féin have made in relation to their SIPO um, registrations and obviously I think the Pascal Donoghue stuff has been well versed. When this first came out, I remember thinking, huh, I wonder now if everyone who's flinging mud has their houses in order because what has happened and this is really the the whole thing around politics at the moment is if you sling mud the whole house gets dirty and 
people are jaded people think politicians are all the same and this is just really showing those people who are already jaded and a bit apathetic about politics that actually it is all the same Okay Rory uh, you know and I even said it to Mairead Farrell through the week if you're in a glass house you know check because (laughs) if you throw stones you just might shatter the glass and of course within Hours, I think Fiona and Sheen had the story about your 2016 campaign and, you know, more followed. All right, well, here, all I can do straight out is put my hands up and say, yeah, these are administrative errors here. They shouldn't have happened. Um, it's quite easy to say, oh, elections are very busy time and people can be, you know, ordering stuff. Isn't that stuff. what Pascal said? That's exactly what I was going to say. So therefore, this is the business we're in. So that one doesn't stand up. Right. So on that basis, what we did was wrong. When it was pointed out to us, the mistake, we fixed it. Obviously, Pascal Donoghue would have been a lot better in 2017 or when he was when it was brought to his attention in 2022 to, to bring this uh, to deal with it himself, to rectify the particular mistakes he made. He also thought it was serious enough that he went in front of the doll twice and beyond that um, he, he has recused himself from any policy matters that relate to SIPO. So I think that stands on its own in relation to the issues as exist between himself and Michael Stone and the donation in kind. But yeah, did, did a lot of people in politics and out of politics say very dangerous game to play, very yeah. dangerous ground. And what about the, the polling that uh, was done, uh, paid, I think outside the country was the, 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 the bill and that 6, wasn't accounted to for to Sippo. Why not? Well, look, well look, the fact is it should have been it should have been down on, on the returns and it wasn't. It was brought to our attention and now it is in the returns. That's it. I, I get is, the, no, I'll go to enough. you, Fergus, first yeah. of all, because I want to go back to Sinead. On, on and it's very embarrassing for Sip. us. I, th- I think the key point is question of fact and the biggest fact of all is that the leader Sinn Féin got a donation acknowledged a thousand euros from Jonathan Dowdle in 2011 and the fact is she misled everybody when she said later on that it was a donation to the party and I think it's time for Mary Lou and, and Pierce Doherty to come into the doll and clarify all the issues in relation to the matters you acknowledged that you actually did like there's two sides to every story Pascal has put his hands up he's apologised but it was done Pat. he could have done and it and my, cha- my challenge to Sinn Féin and to you Rory is to get them in the doll to make their statements to, to acknowledge that she got a thousand quid from Jonathan Dowdle who, who waterboarded Did these a person while, 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 while he was a member of Sinn Féin it all so let's have the truth we were aware Rory. of this um, like Will you apologise like the doll, like Rory? The, I would hear uh, Rory yeah. ask one. Yeah, no, 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 that's it. Like th- These returns were made. This uh, th- th- this donation was made. Mary Lou had it in returns back in, 2000, in 2011. Th- that's, that's a fact, so therefore it's been declared there's nothing wrong. She see if anyone it. thinks there's a complaint, she, they can talk to Sippo. No, if, she denied that she got it. She said it went to the party, Roy. That's the whole yeah, point. Well, let, let's be clear. Like, has anyone, Fergus, including yourself, anyone made a misstep in relation to an interview and used the wrong terminology I or think whatever? It wasn't the fact just is, it was, it was Louise O'Reilly. It, it was, was Mark Ward. where it needed well, to be here, recorded. Well, that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant that you have your prepared no. lines. No, I have your lines. No, that's, that's I have the lines you use. Rory, go into the doll and apologise, and we'll do our best. Sinead, bring some clarity to us. I think they're demonstrating what I was saying earlier about what a lot of people are hearing and at the moment at home we've just talked about the housing crisis and the refugee accommodation crisis and we now know Rory and Fergus and their parties have put a huge amount of research efforts and time into getting these talking points getting all of these errors out in the open making sure that you know they can all keep slinging mud at each other and 
they are issues, but I think they highlight that SIPO needs more teeth because SIPO is meant to investigate these things, not each other. They're, Fine Gael's yeah. are not meant to be spending time looking at Sinn Féin's. Um, I mean, the, the, the Féin investigation meant to be into the, the, the polling the bill, SIPO are meant that's, to do that's it. over a year in, in, on SIPO's yeah. desk. So they I need mean, teeth. They're, they're, yeah, that's they not very efficient. You know. And our politicians should get on with the, the business of policy making oh, and, and legislating and getting some of our problems off our table. Look, we, we, we all know why SIPO le- legislation is absolutely required from a point of view. We all know where politics was in, if we go back to the 80s and 90s and, and long before that. Um, so it's absolutely necessary that we can maintain integrity in, in politics and an, ele- and an element of trust. SIPO has been calling out for powers itself. We've had a failure of government to actually deliver on this. I that's think that's the, that's the big learning that we, that we, and that's the big win we could have. Okay, but a like, point I put to Mairead, no, yeah. SIPO's powers. I mean, should all fundraising, uh, be it external to the country or internal, like at Fine Gael have a dinner in New York or you guys sure. have a dinner in Melbourne or Sydney, should all of that be visible and transparent? Well, I, I, I think every, everything should be visible. But I, I have no, no difficulty in relation well, to We it. don't fundraise outside the country while Irish citizens can give money to a party if they're born in Ireland but the facts are Rory here is that the government has acted but we put before a serious all of, amount Rory, of effort into point. our diaspora before, and all before the rest this issue and I won't make any okay, apology yeah. I'd like to make the point this, this, this is all this is all discussed Sinead, by the government and agreed that yet, uh, that there will be a report we, on we SIPA have, reform we, we have, and it, is we have limits, it just needs to happen as soon as possible but that's it we have limits put in place right uh, when you stand back from this, whether it's uh, you know a, f- a few hundred euro for the Royal Irish Academy or a few hundred euro f- for men in a white van, it, it's Mickey Mouse money, really, compared to some of the money that's spent in other jurisdictions. I won't compare us to the United States. But should we just be a little more generous in what we allow our politicians to do? I think it, it's a difficult job to get elected. Counting posters and all that, it's, it really is Mickey Mouse carry on. But if you don't get the Mickey Mouse thing right, then people won't trust them with, with bigger sums and to do that properly, which is why the SIPO thing No, but thing should needs SIPO and, and the system generally be a bit more generous, a bit more forgiving, generally for all parties? Well, I think most people think when they first heard these sums, these sums are trivial, it's not, it doesn't matter, but the, it wasn't about the sums, it was more the substantive issue of doing things right. And I think most people would think, I, if I'm an employee, I have to get these things right. If it's 200 quid, you know, if, if I spend 200 quid on my company credit card, yeah, I, I, need, that, receipts, I need to yeah. have a bloody yeah. proper reason yeah. for spending it and a receipt. I, I, so I think most yeah. people in the country, while they will understand that a thousand euro here or a thousand euro there isn't a massive substantive issue, doing things the correct way is for them. So I, think, I don't yeah. think you can just say we need to allow them spend more without fixing the issue of being yeah. able to administer it properly. Maybe, maybe it has to be like one of those properly. multiple choice questions. You get a sheet and you have no. to put down so much for hotels, so much for posters, yeah. so and much I for this. I think people understand why but these mistakes posters, are made. P- posters cost maybe five, ten thousand a campaign. And the reality is, if this means we reform posters, like I was in France during the presidential election there, and there were designated places for election posters that weren't all over the place. Uh, save everything that money. Make no, sense. I, I, save a fortune. Save a huge and it's a waste. It's, it's a waste of material. But the other, these the other are thing just is, and Fergus got it right, you need a designated area because other Right, because yeah. particularly for new candidates, absolutely for you know all what candidates, I mean? it's, it's an absolute necessity and, and that you can get your image. Uh, so we won't have to look at each other as much as we do. We have to leave it there. We have come to the end. My thanks to Fergus O'Dowd and Rory O'Muraku, Finnegal and Sinn Fein TDs respectively for Louth and Sinead O'Carroll, editor of the Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.